Welcome back to Rabbit Troop Sucks. Today, we will be covering Miami Connection from 1987. I am your host, Paul, and this is my co-host, Mike. Hello. And Mike, they got you. You're not feeling well, and you're calling in remotely. You're coming in from it's the, true. The, the remote studio. Yeah, R- RTS East. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah, you know, on the mend, but just trying to be uh, considerate to everybody and not not spread whatever I had or have around. Who got you, you Mike? Who do, we, who do we need to track down? Who got you? The city the city of Houston is who I blame for this. Ooh. Could they make it up to you in any kind of way? I feel like we're at a safe distance. We're in Denver, Colorado. But uh, what, what could Houston do for you? Mm, I don't know. That place sucks. They don't, <laughs> they don't have anything that I want. I just watched every listener just tick down. It was like tick, <laughs> yeah. tick, tick, on tick. The, <laughs> on the big light board that tracks our listener demographics. I have Texas a, is now silent. I, I have like a Santa Claus sized light board. Like who's naughty, who's nice, who's talking mm, about mm-hmm. random troop sucks, where are they from? <laughs> Not Houston anymore. What gifts have they given us or curses or ailments? Um, I, I have that gift, curse, and ailment all in one. Is there an Excel spreadsheet that we could create that like cross-references some of those things? <laughs> Probably. I want laminates that go over them. So we were like, here's where we're at. But now when I add the laminate of mm, who, who who gave you the curse, then, uh, then there's a laminate on top of that. Laminates on top of laminates. It's a tongue twister. Sounds, sounds complicated. <laughs> it's the album everyone wanted to hear. <laughs> I'm not very good at Excel, so <laughs> that's that's fine. Just get some AI to write it for you. <laughs> it'll be it'll be great. Well, we are a podcast about obscure movies, and you know we're obscurely tracking down Mike's cause of his ailments. So I guess mm-hmm. that all is connected. We're like that's the true mystery. Yeah, we're like film sleuths, but. Uh, for for everything every day every day men <laughs> sleuthing around <laughs> you want to know about film you want to know about uh some kind of bacterial infection or sickness or uh quarantine situation we need in a global pandemic write us <laughs> we'll talk about it it's what that's that's the podcast everyone wants to listen to it's pretty much the premise of this movie uh i mean like word for word it is clearly what my connection is about (laughs) um which let me read you the imdb uh summary a martial arts rock band goes up against a band of motorcycle ninjas who have tightened their grip on florida's narcotics trade and all of that is correct but what they didn't say in this yeah what they didn't say in the summary is this is the world's greatest film (laughs) yeah they they, yeah they left that out for some reason i i don't know why i mean i would bill it that this is the world's greatest film and people should probably get to know it (laughs) if you don't know dragon sound (laughs) well i feel like a lot of people do now because this ever since uh ever since this movie got kind of re-released it's i feel like it's become a pretty popular cult classic yeah so i if you were unaware of this, comedian Paul Shear, are you aware of this comedian? Maybe. If you look him up, you would see him. He's in so many things. Um, you should look him up. Um, he's an actor. He's been in like a million things, like Children's Hospital and a billion things that you've seen. He also has a podcast about like zany films or like crazy B films. Um, and I saw him on an interview and he brought up that he oh, did this yeah. film. <clears throat> He's like, oh yeah, we're doing this movie called Miami Connection. It's crazy. Um, but 
I feel you, me, and unfortunately Lamar's not here, found this movie pretty ground floor. So from my understanding, this movie was like scrapped. Uh, they did some reshoots. It did horribly. No one ever watched it. And then years later, some people saw it and they're like, oh my God, this is awesome. And the director's like, thank God. Um, and then they re-released it. And I feel about, like honestly, close to 10 years ago, me, you, and Lamar watched this movie. Um, it was like weird because like we could only rent it from the PlayStation Network and like you brought over a PlayStation. It was like very complicated right. for 10 years ago, but we watched it. Um, and I, I remember, I remember enjoying it and... Yeah, so I, I did a little bit of uh, research onto how this movie kind of came back into the public light, and apparently it was a program director for Alamo Drafthouse. Oh, that's who, right. I mean, yeah. and we ha we have a couple of those in Denver, but uh, it's a Texas chain. Sorry, Texas, um, for trash talking earlier. But Houston still sucks. Um, but this Drafthouse is great. <clears throat> on the side note, Alamo Drafthouse yeah. is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, this guy found an original thirty-five millimeter pressing of this film on ebay and bought it on a lark because it sounded bonkers and watched it and then contact um yk kim who is the the writer director star creative force behind this movie as you do <laughs> right and said hey like we want to we want to release this movie in alamo draft houses and kim was like he he thought they were just clowning. Oh, yeah, like I remember just, reading that. They yeah. just kind of wanted to make fun of him, um, and the guy was like, "No, like I legitimately, I think people will enjoy this." Well, I mean, I think something was lost in translation there because this movie is not good, and everyone wants to clown on it. That's like why it's fun to watch. Uh, and a side note, but he agreed. I, I love this film. <laughs> I, I I do as well, but like people don't like this movie because it's good. People like this movie because it's ridiculous, uh, and. From what I've read, it doesn't sound like that was Kim's intent. Like he yes. thought he was making an actual good movie. Yeah, which is like super weird because like I could see in some parts when there's like ninja battles and stuff like if this movie was filmed out of order or something like that and someone's like this guy was like really like into martial arts and wanted to make a cool weird like city ninja film. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> but when when those same ninjas are also uh full-time college students and also <laughs> full-time band members of the band dragon sound who uh -huh. who literally sing about ninjas in their lyrics um i don't know where in hell you thought that could go into a serious direction like that's insane right well I mean, he was effectively making a commercial he was a he he owned or still does probably not owned a taekwondo uh it, that's the discipline in this movie right taekwondo yes. or uh yeah uh he owned a studio in I, I think not miami uh orlando and was basically making like the top gun of taekwondo movies like he just this was a commercial for his studio right i, I, and it, I mean i would have gone if i had seen this movie in 1987 or 80 whatever I would have been all for Maybe. taking Hear me lessons out. from this guy. Double-edged sword, because I think Dragon Sound, you might be like, wait, do I also have to be in this band? Which, for me, yes, I would totally be part of Dragon mm -hmm. Sound. Yeah. Like, what do you need me to do? Sign me up. But I think right. for most people, it was, whoa, do I need to be part of Dragon <laughs> Sound? Because Dragon Sound might not be the vibe I'm trying to set off in my new Orlando digs. Right. Well, I don't know. I mean... It sounds great. It sounds great to me. Like 
you got Taekwondo, you've got uh, Dragon Sound, and you've got fighting drug dealers. That's what else do you need? <laughs> I mean, that, that's every day, <laughs> right? Denver, what what's your equivalent to Dragon Sound? <laughs> I don't think you should even say on air. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't. I, <laughs> I don't because I don't know how they'll be taken. I just don't. There's so many. <laughs> love, like, is it a compliment? Is it a diss? I don't. I don't need hate mail mail because uh, because someone's like, how dare you compare me to Dragon Sound? Yeah, because no, I always take it as a compliment. I'm like, damn it! Like, thank God someone finally realized. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's not let's not cross that bridge just in case. <laughs> Well, I guess we need to start off in this movie somewhere. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so I don't even know where to begin. So we're somewhere in Miami. Most of this movie takes place in Orlando and is filmed in Orlando, but the opening starts off with uh, Miami. Um, there's some kind of evil doings going on. I shouldn't say yeah. evil, just like corrupt doings. This isn't like yeah, it's like a drug deal in the jungle or something. Sure, the jungles of Miami, as one. As yeah, one goes exactly. <laughs> Uh, do you want to get some uh, some good food? Do you want to learn about our culture? And do you want to hang out in our jungles and uh, drug deal? And the answer is yes. Uh, and there's probably some kind of I don't know service <laughs> service for that. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna put that in quotes. Tourist service. Uh huh. Anything you need? Anything? Dragon so, sound. <laughs> <laughs> whenever I think of Miami, I, I have never been to Miami. I have been to Orlando, but I've never been to Miami. Anytime I think of Miami, I all I can think of is like the establishing shots from the TV show Dexter, where they just show like the outside of a nightclub and like some hot Latin beats. Sure. <laughs> what about, what about also, Will Smith? That's all I want. Well, yeah, I mean, Will Smith. He welcomes set you. my president. Like he welcomes yeah. you to Miami. And then what you're telling me is like the opening sequence of Dexter unfolds. Right. You know, the, the water's so clear you can see to the bottom. What uh, hundred thousand dollar cars? Everybody's got what, what kind? What kind of hat are we talking about? Like uh, Angel Batista? Um, what kind of hat? Like was he wearing? I don't know. What... I, I, I don't know, like, like a trilby maybe. <laughs> sure. And, uh, and like a Guayabera probably. Yeah. I mean that yeah. that's Mike's alter ego. That's Miami mm -hmm. Mike. And so maybe this summer Miami Mike's going to come out to play on the podcast where we do some weird Miami or summer themed movies, and Mike's wearing those hats and. I, don't know. I mean, I, I think this year represents kind of a sea change for my overall personality. And I'm, I'm definitely trending towards like bolder colors, gold jewelry, mm. Um, mm. much more Italian sunglasses. So I think that could fit. I support all of this and yeah. there's going to be a lot more live pictures, not really of us, but just of Mike podcasting. Pretty <laughs> um, perfect. <laughs> so, yeah. And maybe, I mean, honestly, if rabbit troop sucks, gets his own jewelry line based on this, I will absolutely sign off on that. Um, okay. Whatever we need. I mean, if you, if, you know, uh, if Sonny's rocks wants to come back in business. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh Yeah. <laughs> So, so we, had, a, yeah. we had a jeweler uh, here off of Main Main Road, Colorado Boulevard for years, and the jeweler was just Sunny's Rocks, and yeah. then, it, then it just becomes like rocks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. It wasn't far. It's uh, it's, it's blocks away from um the Black Eyed P, and I always laughed when they changed their name to just the P. That, uh, the P, yeah, that closed down. It just closed down last week. Oh, the Black Eyed P did. Yeah. Oh my Black God, that's been gone. away for like. I mean, that's been there for over twenty years. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. It was oh, big news in the hood. Yeah. Then I just remember they very quickly changed it back to Black Eyed P because clearly someone's like, you you just named yourself the P. <laughs> yeah. 
They love it. <laughs> what do you want for dinner? Let's go to the pea. Let's go to the pea. They I've got a craving for the pea. <laughs> Lovely biscuits. <laughs> I got pea on the mind. Uh, so all yeah. I can think about is it's wrapping hot. my mouth around some pea. Well, well as always, right into <laughs> Rabbit Troop Sucks, and I'll isolate any vocals necessary for Mad Beats and Mike Rhymes. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's fine. As long as I get a cut. I don't even think we're like five seconds in the film. No, we're not. Okay, but, sorry. I derailed that. So but, yeah, we're in the jungle and, and they there's open like with ninjas. something. And the, yeah, just fucking ninjas right out of nowhere. And this is what I never understand. Like, is this a bold move? So there's clearly a dude dressed all in white. So we're in some kind of jungle. It's midnight, mm-hmm. two in the morning. I don't know. It's pitch black. It's late at night. This guy's in a full white ninja outfit. And I've always <laughs> thought in like 80s ninja movies, why are you doing this? Like, what's the, even the point? Like... Or are you just so bold? You're like, I don't need to hide. I'm that kind of ninja. Like, boom. Right. Look at look at my white clothes. I it's, it's not about stealth. It's about intimidation for him. He like, wants you to see him. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> like this guy wrote me an email and said I was gonna be here, and he is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> he set up a an appointment. That's modern ninjas. <laughs> the modern <Yeah>. shinobi <laughs> clan. <laughs> Oh, we so, oh, we moved on from faxes and pages. You know, mm-hmm. we've got direct emails. We're starting a social network of our own. I'll join that <laughs> social network, a ninja social network. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But so we have a podcast profile we can upload ourselves. Yeah, to? if you're if you're a ninja, mm-hmm. uh, feel free to write us. Uh, we'd interview you and let people know of your your doings, <laughs> um, your, your shadiness. <laughs> uh, are you a turtle? Yeah. Do you live in the sewer? I don't know. There's all sorts of ninjas. Anyone could be a ninja. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. There's some kind of shuriken that's thrown into someone's neck, I think. And that, that person's dead. And then. Yeah. Yeah. The, nothing really happens in this opening sequence. It's just, it's just to establish that like, there are ninjas here. There are ninjas. And, and then I, the next scene is like a meeting of ninjas where they're complaining about something. Uh, yeah, I have a lot of quotes here and I just, I just don't know who should go through all of them. I don't even know if I could read my handwriting. There's something like, you forgot the most important thing, the money. <laughs> and yeah. I, th- I think that's like, well, it was like the pep talk of like one of the thugs is like, we need more money. And they're like, I don't know. He's like, it's about money. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, it's like really chop, the, the, chop be- talk. the beginning of the movie kind of confused me. Cause, uh, Later, later on, I don't want to jump ahead too much, but later on, basically Dragon Sound, this band has to defeat ninjas. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who the, but the ninjas are also the drug dealers. They were the good ninjas. No. Oh, yeah. I mean, throughout the film, like they do martial arts as good ninjas. The, the band does. Correct. But they never dress up as ninjas. That is correct. Because right. remember, they're, they're, <laughs> Mike, they're key lyrics. They're against, they're against, they're against, exactly. So I guess I'm confused as to who the two sides of this conflict. Okay. So I think in the beginning, what's happening is these ninjas just take over some kind of like drug syndicate. They're like, these drugs are now ours. Oh, so this was the takeover. Yeah. And we run stuff. And then, then there's a meeting like, Hey, like we're going to do more. So there's clearly like some guy involved with ninjas. He's like, these ninjas Mm -hmm. do my bidding. And we're just going to keep doing that. And that's the meeting of like the mob. They're like, ah, we're going to cut these people out. I don't like it. Blah, blah, blah. It's all about the money. Got it. And then okay. hard, hard, so the, yeah. hard cut to dragon sound. Uh, uh, yeah. Now we have dragon sound. So dragon sound, just to make clear again to all of our listeners, so many hats of the main characters, 
They are full-time martial artists studying mm-hmm. Taekwondo. They are full-time college students doing I have no idea what. Um, <laughs> yeah. They are looking for jobs actively because that is talked about. They do have side jobs. Um, mm-hmm. They also play in a full-time band, which is Dragon Sound. Uh, mm-hmm. And when they're not doing that, they're basically going up against gangs and rivals. It is it is just a full calendar of conflict. Yeah, they've got a lot on their plate. Um, and not not all of them do Taekwondo because there's the one guy who doesn't, who gets his ass kicked all the time. Sometimes you need that guy. The one who's looking for his father, which is another plot point of this movie. <laughs> sort of. It's sort me- of. it's mentioned. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. There's a lot of attempts at plot points <laughs> and points. <laughs> And well, plot. A lot of things are said. <laughs> yes. So, many, so, many things are said. So, sooner or later, much like Rabbit Troop sucks, you just keep talking on a microphone, or in this case, you just keep filming. They're like, we will have enough to piece together something that happens. But don't forget, they're against the ninja and dragon sound. So when you have those core values, you could do whatever you want. Right. But the, the first dragon sound song that we're introduced to is Friends Forever. Yeah. Oh, good, good, good. Yes, yes, yes. Friends, oh, yes. friends forever. You got a friend in me. When times get tough, you'll see friends, integrity, loyalty, and I think honesty. And then there's synth coming out of a guitar that I noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, no one is playing any instruments, but boy, does that guy play a, a guitar and the synth sound that we hear is mighty and epic, but they're all about friends. I I feel we basically got a version of a Care Bears song. Like, I mean, <laughs> if rainbows were shooting out of a bear's chest and someone said, uh, friends, integrity, loyalty, honesty, uh, I mm-hmm. mean, that's like basically, isn't that the core values of a Care Bear? I mean, that's what gives me a Care Bear stare, so. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, this song is dope, and I feel like it's, like, I have heard this song more recently than just having seen the movie. I, I feel like this song has kind of weaseled its way into pop culture in some we- way. Weaseled or just worked its way. Looking. Listen, yeah. what are they teaching? Rightfully kids earned school? its place. What are they teaching kids in school today? They're teaching their ki- the kids about recycling, global warming, uh, warring, politics. This is nonsense. Mm-hmm. We need to teach core values. Who's going to stand up and say they're against the ninja? Like when right. I have a school assembly and someone's like, this is a ninja and you're against him. And these are the reasons. I understand. I get it. It's we should to put me. together a dragon sound <laughs> cover band and make the circuit of like Denver public schools at, at the pep rallies or, you know, the, uh, whatever they do at schools now. I think you're putting us on the road one step away from like Chris Farley's. Like I'm like, I live down by the river uh, in a van. Yeah, that, that, that's what I want to do. All right. But then we add in a little music and right. I think, I think if we could throw down some K-pop in a school assembly between our age, our ethnicity and our knowledge of K-pop, I think this is going to go over well. I think we're going to, yeah, definitely. I think we're going to get a new audience. That's what everyone wants. <laughs> if we Men in their forties singing K-pop. <laughs> if we can get a rabbit troop sucks dance, like do the Bartman or something like just catchy. <laughs> <laughs> is there a devil mm-hmm. Denver equivalent of someone? Is there an icon who could be our spokesperson and, and do something. Let's do it. 
twist and shout. Can Talk our, to us. Wax tracks. Hit us up. <laughs> can our spokesperson be Dinger, the Triceratops from the Colorado Rockies? Yes. Of course Perfect. it can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, Denver, we're trying to unite all of us. So let's make it happen. Uh, Dinger, <laughs> write us. Uh, yeah. Write us your fan fiction. I would like to, <laughs> I would like to read that. Uh, and, and I'm not picky. It could be horror, sci-fi. It could be erotica. Right. Send us, send us whatever. <laughs> send us your bank account. <laughs> Perfect. So we're now fully into the film. Five minutes. <laughs> we yeah, established gangs, drugs, white ninja, and an other ninja. Z. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, we've established well, dragon sound. Yeah, and at this first dragon sound concert that we're seeing, we see Beardy, like the head drug dealer guy. Oh yeah. And and someone's like, hey, I don't know what this guy's name is. Uh, hey, isn't that your sister, who is part of Dragon Sound? Like she's yeah. singing backup vocals. Yeah. And he's like, I think so. Fuck. Yeah. That he, is my sister. <laughs> he's not stoked. There's a, there's a weird dynamic here. There's about mm -hmm. 40 people, I guess in Orlando. That's, that's all we got mm -hmm. going. Like out, there's Disney world and there's 40 people doing other things because how would you not know this? It, it's like, honestly, right. like the people you go to high school with, you probably know a little bit about them. Um, but this is now college. You would think this would be bigger and it's not because um, everyone knows everything. We don't see a lot of people. And this guy totally flies off the handle. He's like, they're our rival. And I have no idea why Dragon Sound is a rival outside of they do martial arts and they sing about being against ninjas. <laughs> but now right. the, the quote unquote rival gang is like, those are against my fundamentals i have no idea like why are well, they... the the third piece here was the there is dragon sound took the spot of oh, a previous right. band so look the the band who they replaced at this nightclub is also against dragon sound yeah and they they do team up with the drug dealers that is, that is true that's really complex <laughs> yeah there's a, it's a multi-layered it's there's a lot of layers to this movie. It's it's very complicated. It's Kim was onto something. It's like a bunch of fifteen year olds had rival gangs and were doing stuff. That's that's accurate. This is one step away from the FP. Right. Yeah. Where are we? But, <laughs> so the the next scene is like we're we're at school and we see Dragon Sound like palling around on campus. Oh yeah. And uh, one of the guys, I don't whatever the the tall doofy one. Um, the one who's dating the drug dealer's sister is hanging out and he, he gets confronted by, I do have names. Jane. We have Jane, the sister is Jane, the sister. Yep. Do you know what the brother's name is? Jane's brother, Jane's brother, J bro. Um, <laughs> they, so him and his little cadre, uh, confront dragon sound and sister. They're like, I don't like you hanging out with these guys. They're just some piece of shit band. Like, who even is this guy? And the sister's like, calm down. He's just a friend. And he's like, a friend. <laughs> yeah. That guy, <laughs> Which that, is that guy freaks my out. My favorite part of this movie. Yeah. That guy totally freaks out. Um, I he's don't, a little unhinged. I, I don't even know what to say. Like, imagine you're hanging around with anyone on earth and you're like, Oh, I think I have a connection with this person. We've been doing some like artistic endeavor together. Then you take a corner and you basically are in <laughs> hell's gang and like this guy's like meth to the max 
and you're like, oh, that's my brother. And this dude is just freaking out. Like, like the guy from Dragon Sound seems like kind of like nerdy nice. Like he just, I don't know. I right. say nerdy, just like kind of like maybe keeps to himself. Like, and I was like, I don't know why anyone's yelling at this guy. Like, Right. This guy's like serving no threat. He's like hanging around with his sister and they're like talking about like chemistry. Like, I don't know what's going on. Well, he, you know, he's threatened because he's against the ninja and that's do, not what anyone wants. Do they have a name? The rival band? Like, you know, no, I don't, Gemini I have holograms no has the misfits. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <Maybe>. Who are these? <laughs> I have no idea. That's crazy. Um, but uh, so there's a little bit of a tussle and thankfully the rest of Dragon Sound shows up just beat the shit out of these guys dragon sound i'm gonna hand it to you is down like if there is a tussle yk kim is not having it he is just like we've no. got to get out of cars we've got to leave doors like hey there's 40 dudes well there's three of us and i'm gonna punch everyone in the face like he it is kind of intimidating because you know a lot of there's a lot of moments where there's like bigger groups and he just walks mm -hmm. out and he's like it's not like hey let's do it he's like walks out walks over and just just like kicked a face, punched a face, like, they're <laughs> like, oh, shit, like, that started, and that guy just took out five of our dudes, so, uh, <laughs> right. tip to the hat, sir, <laughs> like, that, yeah. there, there's a lot of fun. I, I also like that uh, Kim is very clearly a 45-year-old Asian man mm -hmm. uh, who is in college with a bunch of 20 year old kids yeah it looks like community school and like no one really has like a direction i didn't really hear like what anyone's really studying or <laughs> what that's, the plan. that's fair maybe this is the prequel to community that'd be great he, he, he's there pierce hawthorne basically <laughs> that maybe this is the origin story of the dean and he becomes the dean <laughs> okay. no, no one saw it coming <laughs> i believe it though yeah, somewhere after this, I keep writing that the soundtrack is full of fantasy synth. I've been trying to note a lot mm -hmm. of music throughout, um, a lot of fantasy synth. Um, this is where there's like, now we're back to like a club. And this is, we find out later that they were not supposed to play this show that we're seeing. And they did take it over. And it's some kind of like contest. And this is where they play against the ninja. And all I have in my notes is, I would totally pay money to see this band live. And 100%. I would, I would yeah. yes, like I would fork over real money to see this. I don't remember this because we did watch it a handful of days ago, but my notes were at the end, I believe it is the crowd chanting, take one, take one, take one. Do you, do you remember why? That So I, I have the lyrics to Against the Ninja in front of me right now. Okay, just take one. I mean anything to you? Well, I think it's meant to be like the beginning of Taekwondo, but like chanted because that is the chorus of this song. Take one. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. But like Taekwondo, but they're just not saying the dough. Wow. Wow. I, I mean, I, I might be completely wrong, but that's, that is what I'm inferring from this. Anyone from Dragon Sound, one, you could play, come over play some mm -hmm. music we we've said this if anyone has some music or have some local music that they want to share i uh, would gladly play it uh if anyone ever wanted to uh, do some kind of an acoustic performance we know you uh, we could definitely yeah. set this up uh dragon sound that includes you good lord yeah. that includes you come over an acoustic version of uh, uh what's the, <laughs> the ninjas against the ninja against um, the ninja yeah. i mean i w stage one Rabbit Troop Sucks Studios, Stage 2 Red Rocks. Boom. 
I mean, yeah, I think that's fine. <laughs> there is, I don't see, there's no roadblocks or complications. That's just how you do it. That is exactly how easy the music business is today. You come yeah. over, we play your song. You are then at a sold out Red Rock show. And then <laughs> you are wearing our merchandise on an SNL performance. Thank you. It seems reasonable. Yeah. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't see why, <laughs> why more people aren't doing this. And if you would like to write in, um, we too will send you a video about our three-step program and we'll let you know for a small fee and a mm -hmm. royalty fee throughout your lifetime. That's, that sounds perfect. And that's the against the ninja way. Yeah. So <laughs> at this point there, Dragon Sound is driving home after the gig in the, in the one gigantic convertible that they all drive around in. That's right. And they get ambushed by, uh, the other band yeah they're not as well them. as well as the ninjas because the other i don't think we talked about this i mean we mentioned that it happened uh i don't remember where in the movie it happened like paul said we watched this a few days ago um they uh they made a deal like hey like you got to get rid of this band because we want our spot back at the club and you want them to stop kicking your ass and the, the drug dealer the brother was like yeah that seems like a good deal yeah um yeah, I, yeah, I don't really understand the band mm -hmm. dynamics of this. Um, no, I mean, if well, anyone, we also, I was gonna we say, never anyone, see that other band play anything. I was gonna say similar things. Like throughout in my notes, I have that. I was like, I like that's it. Like I don't really understand what the hell's going. Like you're so angry about this situation. Like you're now like dealing with like crime syndicates and you're like fighting people. Like I. I have no idea if you're a local venue. Um, one of my favorite uh, Lions Lair High Dive uh skylark wherever you're at write us let us know what the dynamic is between rival uh martial arts bands uh that mm -hmm. you have booked uh what's the etiquette do you try to have them on separate nights is there some kind of contest i, I really don't know so i mean good luck yeah i don't know it's, it's tricky it's a tricky situation um but yeah they so they they ambush them um but of course because dragon sound is dope they they beat the shit out. Of this him. is another instance. Kim yeah. gets out of the car and just is like, all right, there's like 30 dudes. Well, one at a time. <laughs> well, and he's Kim is also very polite throughout the all sure. of the ass beatings. He's always like, hey, like, we're going to we're going to beat your ass like you, you started this. We don't have to do it like this. And then they do. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm going to I'm beating your ass right now. It's the Rambo way. Like you go up yeah. there, you're going to have to do it. What happened? I did it. Now we're going to have to I did do it. it. <laughs> now we're going to have to do it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's really weird. And then they drive home and they celebrate. And then one of the characters is like, here's a picture of my father. And Kim is like, <laughs> Kim says, I thought we were all orphans. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't know why that yeah, anyone was so think, thinking that, but that is an actual quote. I wrote that down. Like, I thought we were all orphans. Um and the dude has a straight up meltdown. And then he's like mm -hmm. talking about his father. And this is what Mike mentioned earlier. Like, yeah, this is, I'm going to say in quotes, this is a quote unquote plot point. Um, we learn about it now. And at the end of the movie, there's a real, there's a real, real gap between, <laughs> between the establishment and ending of this. But this guy has been looking for his father and they've been estranged. And I don't know why. Um, I don't like, like later in the movie, the father just like comes like, it's like, it's not like I hired a detective. It's just like, oh, my father got lost and I found him and we're going to meet. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so, so I'm sure I'm sure there's a backstory to that, but uh, there's not not probably <laughs> no. And there's also not a backstory to the next scene, which is just Dragon Sound going to the beach. A uh, lot of beach butts. You do not and... need a backstory for Dragon Sound going to the beach. That's just implied. <laughs> It doesn't move the plot along. Nothing consequential happens. It's just like five minutes of them hanging out at the beach. Yeah. I also read some of the IMDb trivia that you did earlier. And as some of it was like, YKK like later on did reshoots and stuff. I truly mm -hmm. feel this guy had the cameras going as much as humanly possible. And it was just like, yeah, we're going to the beach, but if something happens, we just might use some footage, everybody. Right. <laughs> well, I feel like he ended up shooting like a 48 minute movie. And someone was like, Hey, you've got to, you've got to come up with like another half an hour. Right. Um, that's, that's how you do it. And she's right. all that. They entered a dance sequence because it wasn't long enough. So boom, that's what yeah, you do. So you they go, just went to the, the beach. beach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what you, what you, what you do. It was totally like normal if, stuff. If I have to Taekwondo a shark, it might be a, filmed. If it's me mm -hmm. shotgunning a burrito or a Chiro, it could be uh, also filmed. So, you know, right. day, day at the beach. I'm going to write this off. This is the Miami connection. He was probably government funded. Yeah. Oh, probably. Um, oh, okay. So, you know what? I, I kind of misspoke earlier. The, when they, when Dragon Sound was ambushed, it was not the drug dealers and the other band. It was just the other band. Oh yeah. That, so so this, now, now they've been shamed, shame face. Right. They've been shamed. So now we have the other band goes to the brother and his cadre of drug dealing ninjas. And I, I love this deal. Because he's like, hey, um, you, you've got to help me take down Dragon Sound because we want our old job back. If you take down Dragon Sound and we get our old job back, we'll pay you all the money that we get from doing this job. Yeah. Which is, so they, they don't need the money. They just want to play the music. That's correct. Okay. Those are the true musicians. I, going into this, and I think this is now a good time for me to reveal something. Okay. I, there, so... I did not come up with this. There's a lot of theories, and this is addressed in the show, kind of tongue in cheek, not really mm -hmm. addressed. But in the Karate Kid, there's a lot of theories that Dan Daniel LaRusso is the actual villain. That if you look mm -hmm. at this in another perspective, that he's actually causing all these problems. Like this, things could have been prevented. Is that Dragon Sound? If Dragon Sound just played it chill and just like calmed down and wasn't like fighting people and taking gigs and like smarting off and just like maybe didn't say they were against a ninja to draw attention to them. Um, maybe yeah. things could have been cool. Everyone could have done 100%. their drugs in the jungle. There could have been multiple bands in Orlando. Um, it would have been great. Well, so in all fairness, one dragon sound wasn't taken down drug dealers until the drug dealers tried to take down dragon sound. Don't, don't ever try to do that. I so mean, if dragon sound hadn't horned in on this other band's deal, if dragon sound wasn't fucking this guy's sister, <laughs> if they had Whoops. less racially insensitive songs that weren't anti ninja. Yep. They're, they really started all of this. Yeah. Also, yeah. how many ninjas are there? Like we're against the ninja, but like one ninjas, like our secret societies duh. So you seen them except for the guy in white who wants you to see him. Um, right. also, also like, it's really more about like a crime syndicate. Like a lot of these people are just like driving motorcycles and have guns and knives and stuff. Like, 
I feel mm-hmm. the ninjas were just like a core group of eight to 12 people um, that happened to be here, but I don't know. I'm asking too many yeah. questions about these ninja. <laughs> yeah, you heard me say I that. mean, it's a delicate ecosystem, and I don't fully understand it. That's why you're against it. Not you, but them. Like, you got to be against it. I don't understand it. So this leads to fear. So, boom, Dragon Sound's a villain. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a dissertation that Dragon Sound's a villain. <laughs> They might be. Um, YK Kim would. <laughs> he would. Well, now we have YK Kim just doing what is effectively a 10-minute Taekwondo demonstration. Absolutely. This goes on for all of my life. This, Yeah, this, it's, it's really wrong. I, I, I actively feel this is like an audition reel or this is like... Hey, I'm going to bring someone, I'm going to, I'm going to do some moves and I'm going to keep that, but I'm going to get another actor. And if we kind of vibe, I might also keep that mm, vibed enough done. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, that is the next 10 minutes of this movie. It's just, it's him taking turns, beating the ass of everyone else in dragon sound, but like pretend. Correct. Yeah. So now, now you are uh, fluent in the, in the way of martial arts. I had a black belt when this concluded. It was like the Matrix. Whatever. Ba- yeah. ba- basically, you have just like uploaded his training into your brain like the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you do it. <laughs> it's the dragon sound way. <laughs> dragon sounding all up and down these halls. Yeah. I have yeah. That. <laughs> and I have that. I was like looking at my notes. I'm like, I was like, it's still going on. <laughs> it, it, no, it is still going on. Um, I think. The, ne- the next oh, yeah, then, then movie, there's a five minute brick demonstration. They start breaking bricks. Yes, <laughs> they do start breaking bricks. I knew it um, wasn't just like doing like moves. Um, uh, like you would imagine like almost like Tai Chi meditative moves, like your arm extends kind of doing the poses and the forms. Um, right. And they're doing that. But then, yes, I forgot there was a brick demonstration that also, that also <laughs> takes place. He really wants people to come to his Taekwondo studio. I want to go. I'm in. <laughs> Invite <Yeah>. me. <laughs> Let us in. Kim, please write us, um, call us. I love it. Send us promos. I think dragon sound. I think there was like a vinyl cut, like after it was re-released, but I I do think some of the songs uh, are on vinyl records. No, you, you, excuse me. You can get this on vinyl. You can also like, if you have Spotify, the soundtrack is straight up on Spotify. How many songs are there? Well, I mean, let me backtrack. Are they like the score of the movie, which there are a couple other songs, or is it just Dragon Sound? Because I think there is a difference for me as a consumer. Well, that's the best route. I was going to say there's a difference for me as a consumer, and that's the direction I want to go. Yeah, no one needs to hear this. This movie's like incidental soundtrack. Yeah, you're here for Dragon Sound. You're not here for the opening right. band. You're not here for your cousin's friend's band who showed up. You're here for Dragon Sound. You're wearing the shirt. You're lighting a lighter. You're against the ninja. Then the ninjas get you. Well, okay. So there are 10 songs on the soundtrack. Oh my God. Let, let's just walk through them right now. Uh, the first song is called Escape from Miami, mm-hmm. which is a nice compact two minutes. It's like someone's autobiographical song. Yeah. <laughs> then there is a, uh, normally I would say Escape from Miami would be an instrumental, but it's marked as explicit. So. Yeah. Well, they're going to tell you how it is. They're going to tell you exactly yeah. why and how to escape from Miami. That rolls directly into Friends, which we're familiar with. And then track three is Against the Ninja. Yes. Classic. Uh, track, track two and right. three. I mean, you, yeah. you, you, you just paid for admission. 
getting it out of the way. Uh, track four is called Tough Guys. Yeah, well, they are. Uh, track five is called Train Yard. I mean, that's where I train in the train yard. So Also just, explicit. Oh, well, I mean, what stays in the train yard, sometimes you pull a hammy. You say some things. Yeah. Uh, track six is just called I Love You. Well, that that was yeah that that was later regretted and uh, yeah stri- stricken from the original soundtrack. Now then, uh, then we roll into track seven, Taekwondo Family. Mm, well, I mean that's it's all about family. It was after the breakup, uh, the cult. I, I mean, family started so good. Yes, <laughs> right. Well, it's I mean they start out as friends, then they say I love you, and now they're family. That's yeah. <laughs> I think that's the trajectory. Uh, track eight is a, a live track called fantastic fest which is 10 minutes long yeah it's fantastic. then there's an instrumental version of friends and an instrumental version of against the ninja well to be fair i i, I read nowhere that a lot of people were asking that this could be like the closing ceremonies of a prom or like a homecoming and they mm-hmm. didn't want the lyrics, especially because they're explicit. So, I mean, the, the soundtrack was so popular in the area that they, I guess they cut a different demo and it went really well at the dances and the kids loved it. So dragon sound one yeah. way or another. I mean, you don't always have to be explicit. That's the dragon sound way. Yeah, exactly. Well, and you know, speaking of the dragon sound way after the board breaking demonstration, we have there's like a dragon sound meeting and they're talking about hey we should go on a world tour we should go to all yeah. the countries that our families are from <laughs> and spread the word of dragon sound and taekwondo yeah not only it was yes everything that mike said it knows while we're in those countries we'll go to the taekwondo representatives and those who study and we'll right. teach our ways and learn theirs and they're like that sounds like a great idea and I was like, oh my God, you're such an occult. You're in some weird hippie uh, Taekwondo yeah. cult. I know it now. <laughs> it was really weird. And the, the one, I, I don't remember, again, anyone's name, but one of the guys was Jewish. And he's like, you know, you're Jewish. We can go to wherever you guys are from uh, and do Taekwondo there as well. We go everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the dragon sound way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something else. What, what also, why do I have uncle song? What is that? I don't know. Chef kicks and all their what is I can't read any of my handwriting. That that's that's the also the dragon sound way. <laughs> can't read your handwriting. Also going back, sorry, uh, explicit language. Where in dragon sound does that fit? Like that is not the aesthetic. Again, I'm not even joking. Like all like I would love to hear this, but all sarcasm mm-hmm. aside, they're like friends for eternity, loyalty, honesty. Like that's the beat. And then it's like, we're against the ninja. Yeah. It's all, it's all very wholesome. So like, yeah. Like what, what do you like? We're against the ninja, the shit bag thieves. Like like, what, like what, what is, who's swearing? Like what's happening? Who's like the filthiest rapper you could think of. It's like guest starring blank. Like, (laughs) like, Someone like was, ODB comes in and just like freestyles over it, like, like against the ninja, like f this, f that, <laughs> like whoa, like thank you, ODB, like stay against the ninja kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be the combination. I mean, that's that's <laughs> maybe on that one uh, Wu Tang album that that piece of shit owned that now he had to give up, like Scarelli. Oh yeah, maybe there is a Dragon Sound cameo that we were unaware of that. Uh, oh, maybe I mean, that, I mean, prove me wrong and send me a copy someone. <laughs> yeah. Hey, method man comes in. And 
Starts talking about dragon sound, dragging these nuts across your face. Sure. Method man, call mm -hmm. us up, uh, zoom in, uh, email us, chat. Let's talk about we have FaceTime. We could uh, hit each other up via satellite. I don't know. We'll figure it out. There yeah, we, 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 got the, we got the technology. Is there a way we could like connect switches? I've seen Switch, like, Nintendo Switch commercials. Could we play like Animal Oh, yeah, probably. Could we play Animal Crossing and talk about it on this podcast? Can we, can we do it in VR? Yes. Okay. Done. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. Where where are we at? Like I, like now, I think now they have to like <clears throat> do something. <laughs> they're well, like, they're going downtown, and there's a challenge. I there's a letter on a car, and then they have to go meet downtown. Yeah, there's another like ambush. There's another big fight somewhere where again, Dragon Sound beats the shit out of everybody. Oh, I have what I was, was in my notes. The chef kicks all of their asses. I'm like, what's happening? They keep going to this oh, diner and to that pizza restaurant. Yeah. And this like rival gang rolls mm -hmm. up before they do. And the chef just kicks all of their asses. It's like a real, well, cause they run out without paying. Yeah. And he's like, hell no. And it just like beats them all senseless. Then, <laughs> then uh dragon sound rolls up. He's like, oh, I had to just beat all their asses. They're like, oh, good. And then they go out mm -hmm. and then there's a letter on a car and it's like meet downtown. There's a challenge. Yeah, and then and uh, they did, and J and then Jane's like, I got to go see my brother, who's you know the rival gang leader, and 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 I I also noted this, uh, and I think Mike said this early, the brother has to be at least forty years old, um, so again like highlighting yeah. that like, who are these gangs? Why are they so upset? So in theory, um, you know these people are, I would assume in their early twenties, and they're going to school. Mm -hmm. And this guy is 40 plus in the head of a rival gang messing with like a 20 year old going to school. Like this is Correct, a yeah. super so, bizarre dynamic. So, well, and it gets more bizarre in a second. Cause yeah, the brother is like in his forties, his sister who is the student with dragon sound is like, you know, probably 20, 21, whatever we later find out. And pretty, pretty quickly that he, that they have another brother who was an old Asian man. Yes. That's correct, right? I believe so. This is a Beverly okay. Laughlin situation where I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like we don't it need is. to question like how people could be related or what's going on. And uh, going back to uh, YK Kim saying is, I thought we were all orphans, so family together. Boom. Right. <laughs> and you know, maybe that's the maybe they're all they're like orphan brothers. But we, yeah, we see them. They go to this like like Sturgis like motorcycle jamboree, <laughs> and there's a bunch of you know dirty old bikers. And then, and then sitting at the bar is this fancy pants Asian guy who's brothers with the drug dealer, who is a white man. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy, I don't know what his role in all of this is. He <laughs> seemed really inconsequential. I have a lot of questions for a lot of things. I'm like, this movie is clearly piecemeal together. I think I read somewhere in the trivia that like, it was like uh, part of the movie was damaged like in the years and they tried to put together all the best prints. So some of it might look older or a little faded. I didn't really notice that too much, but I would say if someone's like, there was a lot of extra pieces and we did our best to reassemble the Humpty Dumpty of this film. I'd be like, oh, that, that makes sense. Like, okay. Yeah. So like they weren't supposed to go at the beach, like beach. What are you talking about? Beach scene? Like I was just filming to make sure the camera lenses could film in this light. Like, they use that? Like, what's going on? Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all, honestly. And then that's how you do it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, where do I got? We got a bunch of bikers rolling up. Do we, do we mm -hmm. get there? Uh, 
the bikers. Yeah, are, well, I mean, yeah, nothing yeah. happens at the biker jam. Just they show it. Yeah. And then uh, Jane tries to tell her brother, you know, and her brother and these bikers, like, it's all going to be okay. And uh, they're like, absolutely not. Uh, and people are really angry. And then the next morning, I, I don't, it's like in the newspaper, like there's like trouble a brewing. I can't remember like the actual script of what was in the newspaper, but it was like the next morning there's letters in a newspaper. Uh, I think some weird threats. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, like every, yeah like, I don't like, really I, know what's happening here. I think at this point in time, like everyone's teamed up. Like they've all teamed up the bikers, the drug dealers, like everyone on earth is like, we've got to take down Dragon Sound. And then there's yeah. like a threat. Um, and then I'm trying to see what goes on here. Uh, <laughs> Mike and I watch this because Mike has not been feeling well. <clears throat> so we actually normally watch a lot. Not, not always, but mostly watch the films together and then record. Yeah. So we watched this a couple of days ago and it was becoming kind of late. And so I was like, what, what am I trying to write here in my notes? <laughs> and it is clearly the biggest non sequitur in my thoughts that I think I've ever taken in a movie <laughs> as wrote, uh, <laughs> the enjoyment of this film is within the synth. And I mentally leveled up at least three or four times. Dragon <laughs> sound is ready. <laughs> is that a haiku? I, I don't know. I don't know, but okay. those are in my notes and thank you. Dragon sound. You mentally leveled me up. I don't know what I was listening to at that point in time, but there was again, a lot of fantasy synth going on. Um, so does the sister get taken by the, the, the thugs at some, the point? rival game kidnaps mustache Tom and that who that's right. And they, they, that's take, right. they take Tom who is one of my favorites. Uh, that guy just seems crazy. Uh, and he seems down for anything. And, they tr they lock them in a cell, some kind of like weird room, and that's that's kind of it. <laughs> okay, so th this now my note makes more sense. Um, I remember this now. So the the sister is like trying to find the mustache guy, and she walks up to three random thugs, and she says, "Have you seen like my brother? Or, like I'm looking and, and, for and, someone." And, and this is you know, do you have the line <laughs> written down? I do have it written down. <laughs> Go for it. So I'll set the scene again. She's like, "Have you seen Tom?" And this is what the guy says. <laughs> I haven't seen anyone since 1962. I wrote that verbatim and I wrote what? <laughs> what does right. that even mean? That was this, a very, hadn't seen anyone. That was in a 20 years. That was a very specific date. That makes me extremely suspicious of this character. Way more suspicious than I was. I thought yeah, this no. guy was a petty crook of some sorts. This guy is up to some super shady shit. Like, what are you talking about? March 1st, 1962 in a warehouse off the dock. What? <laughs> like, what, <laughs> right. what, are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. But Dragon Sound sneaks in. Uh, they tie they tie that guy to a hangar or some tower and they just leave yeah. him. And then Dragon Sound sneaks into some kind of, I don't even want to say warehouse facility. I'm going to say, imagine a bunch of metal beams erected into a tower and you hang out near it. That's your, that, <laughs> yeah. that, that's where we're at. Is this like some scaffolding? There's not, there's not like a purpose to the yeah, building. Like in that 70s show, there's a lot of reoccurrences where they keep going to like a water tower and sometimes they fall off or they get drunk there. I feel like this is their equivalent. They're like, what's, what's going out of the old scaffolding? Like dope. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, geez, like this is the worst gang I've ever seen. The amenities of this gang are terrible. <laughs> they are terrible. Yeah. 
Um, that, the brother gets killed though. Doesn't he get kicked off the tower? He does. Yeah. It's, I, 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 could, I don't even think it's fully kicked. I think he goes to like attack. And like, I honestly think one of the guys like almost moves like, nah, yeah. man. And like the guy just like goes over. Like, so I don't technically think that one of them yeah. killed it. It's like one of them was in the vicinity of that guy falling. Right. Up. He just missed. Cause the sister afterwards is like, they're like, Hey, sorry about your brother. They're like, Oh, she's like, Oh no, no. Like you, Totally fine. That guy sucked. <laughs> yeah, I her reaction to that, even like if like he's doing weird stuff, it was super bizarre. Like, right? I was it, expecting like I'm I'm kind of pissed that you killed my brother. No, she was like, no, no, it's fine. We're cool. Or or just care. like I need to mentally think about this, or right. I'm just like so stricken with grief. But it's a little like I really took it as, but we've been dating for three weeks, and this relationship <laughs> seems a little more important than you know my 40 year old gang brother who just died. <laughs> Well, she has the other older Asian brother. That's yeah, that's true. I mean, she's she's a vending machine of brothers. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that was that was rough. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to look um, at my notes too. Yeah, the rival leader just uh, kind of gently gets knocked off. Like it yeah. wasn't like an like a like a as a, in my at least in my notes, it wasn't a full on push or anything like that. But that guy's totally dead. Yeah, he is totally dead. So a after they've concluded that everyone's cool with that guy being dead, Jeff. we find that out. guy's name Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, the game leader. <laughs> Jeff. Okay. He's, but he's dead now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now we find out that the guy who was looking for his father found his father and he's going to go meet his father. Sure. Um, dude's like, I was up the street. Why didn't you call me? <laughs> at, right. So Dragontown pulls together the. I think $47 that they had <laughs> to buy him them. a suit <laughs> to buy him a suit. That, that was like, Hey Kim's he's like, we got it. How much money do you have? Like 20 bucks. What about you? 30. We got to get this guy a suit. <laughs> yeah, we're getting this guy a suit right now. Um, so there's like a big nice. suit fitting montage. Yeah. It was very nice. It was almost like uh, a revenge then, of the nerds moment. I don't know why I kind yeah, of like that of. scene. <laughs> it's like the, no, it's it like from the arches, <laughs> right? The jughead needs a tie. <laughs> so, you know, they get him fitted and they're, they're on the way to go meet this guy's dad in the one big convertible that they drive around in. And then w wouldn't you know it, n the ninjas show up. I mean, that's why they're against the ninja. They've been pretty <clears throat> yeah. direct about this. And this, this was the public service announcement. They've been damn warning everyone like, Hey, ninjas are cool. Right? Like ninja turtles just came out. What is this movie? 89, 87. What's yeah. going on? Um, whatever. Like ninja turtles just came out. Everyone's cool. This is what happens when you support ninjas. Crime on the streets, right? <laughs> Looting, <laughs> highway robbery. <laughs> what, what's the like the opening from the from Scrooge? Oh, from Scrooge, yeah. <laughs> like acid <interna> rain, <laughs> international <Yeah>. terrorism. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the gateway to hell, people. <laughs> it, it is, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, my note here is Jeff is never going to meet his father. No, uh, but so does. they all get spoiler. Into a, it does. Well, he, we can't leave spoiler, off. Spoiler. He does. <laughs> But uh, yeah, they, they, there's a big ninja showdown. But we, I mean, it's touch and go because Jeff gets, I don't, did he get stabbed or Yo, Yeah, I think it's like a sword. Jeff takes like, or, yeah. like a huge bladed blow to like the chest. Right. Because it's worth pointing out that Jeff is the one member of Dragon Sound who cannot do martial arts. Well, wait, so he's like, wait, is that he's a, throwing punches. But, is, that, is that official? Well, I mean, every time he fights. He's fighting people like I would, which is to say poorly and unsuccessfully. Maybe the backstory is he's like the newbie. Like he, Maybe. he's only just started training. And what I'm gathering is if you're in Dragon Sound, you train uh, in martial arts and you also play instruments right. and part of the band. So maybe he's well, just also, like the new guy. 
Maybe, but he is in any of the fight sequences in this movie previous to this. He was not involved. It would make sense why YK Kim didn't know that he was uh, had a father because he was like, I thought we're all orphans. <laughs> he was like, well, you, yeah, you only joined our cult like a day ago, so I really don't know <laughs> the backstory, but really great to have you here. Oh, yeah. And, I, and I, I keep saying YK Kim, but I mean, he goes by Mark, but he's YK Mark, Kim. Mark is his name in the movie. Yeah. He's, he's, he's YK Kim in all of our hearts. Yeah, so, so Jeff gets stabbed, and you're, you're meant to think that he's dead. Mark freaks out, <laughs> Mark. drags Mark... What? Oh, yeah, he does freak out. He, he freaks out. He drags Jeff's body through, like, a dirty sewer stream to get him out of the way. And then Mark has a showdown with the other, the, the great white ninja, yeah, who so, was also the drug dealer's brother. So the guy dating Jane is John, and okay. John takes off his shirt and goes Hulk on everyone he's yeah, part of no, dragon's he full berserk yeah he is slicing ninjas like a madman like he like it it's a little alarming because all of a sudden you're like oh this guy i said it earlier this guy's super nice i was like oh maybe he's nerdy and i was like no nah, he just kind of keeps to himself and i don't mean like nerdy as a, like a shot like <laughs> you're listening to right. dudes like podcasting about obscure movies um just got a guy kind of guy who keeps to himself has his own hobbies now he is like roided out like Rah! He's like, yeah, like his shirt's like, off and he's slashing. He, he is responsible for killing probably 42 ninjas. Yeah. Uh, John single, like if this was GI Joe, John single handedly walked into the Cobra base and everyone's dead. Like there mm -hmm. might be Cobra commander, but like, even if Cobra commander survives, it's done. <laughs> it is done. Like, don't mess with John. Don't give him <laughs> <No>. a sword. <laughs> And he took it from a ninja and he was so angry yeah. about it. <laughs> he was very upset. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then there's the final showdown between Mark and the the other guy. Mark wins, obviously. Um Oh, I I, I have yes, yes, yes. Mark clearly wins with the white ninja, mm -hmm. but my I liken this to when John does freak out, he he literally starts tracking down people. And I likened it to Lord of the Rings when they're like, let's go hunt orcs. Like, oh, yeah. hearing, he's like, not defending himself any longer. He's yeah. like, he's going after it. Yeah. It's like you rang some guy's doorbell, you wronged him and he's now running down the street after you. Like you're, <laughs> yes. he will find you. Uh, it is over. So yeah, <laughs> your ninja skills better pay off. Uh, PS, it does not. But yes, Mark, Mark mm -hmm. takes this guy down super easily. Uh, it's yeah, really, it's, weird. it wasn't really a contest. Yeah. And he slices his head off. So his head just like falls off and. Right. It's kind of where we're at. And then we're, uh, where we go. Oh, uh, Mark, uh, cuts everyone loose. And I think we basically are going back to the hospital if I'm not wrong. Right. Yeah. We're going to the hospital and, uh, the, you know, the doctor comes out and he's like, you know, he lost a lot of blood, but you guys saved him. He's going to be okay. And, and here we meet, uh, that dude's dad, his, the dude's dad, who is, an actor that is easily the same age as him, but with horrible sprayed on gray hair. <laughs> I also noted the spray on gray hair. Like, uh, who are you fooling here? <laughs> and this guy, I don't know where they found him. This is, and I, I don't say this lately. He was the worst actor in this movie. Uh, He's like, I, I can't thank you guys enough for saving my well, son. Okay. So first I of all, it's like, got to it's like he, uh, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. He looks like, uh, uh, oh my God. Uh, 
who does he look like? He kind of, I don't, I don't know who I could even like in this guy too, but he, yeah, Mike's totally right. He's breaking up with weird dialogue. It looks like he's reading off cue cards. First and foremost, he just met his son who was slashed across the chest with a blade. <laughs> and mm-hmm. dad is like, huh, let's all go home. And they do. They're like wheeling right. him out and freeze frame. That's the end of the movie. Like this dude mm-hmm. didn't die. Everyone's still alive. Um, Dragon sound, way to go. I thought they lost a keyboardist. They did not. So boom. No. Um, I, I didn't know what to think. Um, but yeah, Dragon Sound lives another day and we get a little freeze frame. I think I have a couple extra notes, but that's that was pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the end of the movie. Um, what, do you have other notes? I'm curious. I'm curious to see what these are. I can't. Because I do not. I don't. Something about eliminations. Let's go okay. home. Mm-hmm. World peace. Mm-hmm. I don't, is, is this mentioned at the end or anything? I don't know. Oh, no, there's a quote. This makes sense because I, I, I was like, I'm not even going to put it on another page. It's like, uh, only through elimination of violence can we achieve world peace. Like that flashes across the screen. Oh, yeah, that, that is the, the yeah. Because okay. I wrote I it down. Like, I mean, trivia. I saw that and I was like, oh my God, I've read this down insanely quick. And it was like, I am writing on the side. But yeah. Um, that's the end of the movie. Like, uh, it was some kind of, I don't know, PSA that we got to be against the ninja. We've got to embrace, mm-hmm. you know, the in and out, uh, breaths of life. And we, we just can't be against other things outside of ninjas. We just got it. We've got in-house take care of this. Mm-hmm. So with that oh, said, so Oh, go ahead. I, I'm, I'm just reading a piece of trivia about this now and in, in real time. Um, apparently the original ending was that, uh, Jim died. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when this, when the film was like test screened, every distributor was like, this is a huge downer, Kim, you got to fix it. Uh, so that's when the ending was reshot. And maybe that's why the father was such a shitty actor. Cause they just found that they had to find some rando, uh, at, at the last minute. Yeah. And apparently the guy that played the, like the rival ninja at the end was played by a different guy. Cause they had to reshoot it. Fantastic. All yeah. of it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I was trying to think. He was dressed as like James Earl Jones in Coming to America, like kind of like <laughs> like that's what I was yes. trying to think. Like like what could I liken him to? And it, like he was just like reading a cue card. It was super bizarre. He's like, "Ha ha, it's my son. Let's go home." I'm like, "You just met your son who woke up from a coma, <laughs> and you just found out he was in a band and in a dragon uh, sound gang war." Yeah, correct. Daddy. <laughs> uh, so with that said and done, uh, what, what, what's your ultimate view on uh, Miami Connection? I, th- I think this movie is a lot of fun. Like, I know I've gone on record many times as saying I don't really like cult classic movies, and I don't. Um, this is not like a routine, frequent watch for me. But I, I mean, I've seen it twice now. I've enjoyed it both times. Like, it's definitely a wacky ride. If you're looking to just hang out, like clown on a movie and have some drinks, this is a fun one. Um like it's not it's not a good movie but it's not i don't know like the the martial arts in it are good cuz it's clear that everyone here is like trained in that sure. discipline but like and even the fight choreography isn't bad but like all the fights it doesn't look like they're actually fighting like it just looks like they're doing a demonstration um but i don't know it's it's fun it's kind of charming it's it's silly um 
that's that's my feeling. Yeah, I mean, I, I would take it pretty much as is on that. Like, it is a for me, it is a super fun film. You don't have to sit and pay like after you've seen it once, you don't have to sit and pay attention to the whole thing. Like this movie, I would gladly turn on if I had to. I mean, to watch it again and again, I would gladly turn it on if I was. I don't know, prepping some kind of dinner. Uh, I'd kind of look over, uh, see a scene, watch the martial arts, kind of chuckle at the music, stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's totally fun. Like I would absolutely recommend this film, but do not go in with serious intentions. I mean, no, no, 100% don't do that. I mean, I, I feel bad for the director if this was the vision and someone's like, ah, your serious attempt at this is like more comical, but I'm not making fun of the director. Like I really think this is a funny and interesting film it's quirky as all hell but like i had fun like i'm not making fun of the director by any means uh did, did he do anything else mm, i don't know let me see was he so against the ninja that he he was unable to do anything else as mike <laughs> said i know uh, we read the trivia that it just did not do well upon release and was basically shelved and only you know someone found it and then uh from alamo draft house and then uh, it became kind of like a cult classic and then was released on DVD or Blu-ray and all that stuff, um, which I think uh, he has done literally nothing else. Uh, that, that's a, that's like really sad for me. And I'm sure that's why he was probably very against like, you guys are making fun of me. Like, I don't want to relive this. I know there was like a lot of money put into this film too. So, well, it was all his, like he, yeah, he must've been a very successful dojo owner. Cause he put like over a million dollars of his own money to make this movie. I hope he got it all back. Like I'm saying that in total I, sincerity. I hope he got it back and more. No, in all sincerity, I do. I'll bet he did not. Maybe, maybe there's just like a deal. Like we'll buy you out. <clears throat> like this is a one time fee and we're buying this. I don't know, but I, I hope this guy is successful. I would love to see if this guy was ever in anything else, but that's kind of where we're at. Yeah. Well, as always, uh, if you have suggestions or you want to get in touch with us, you could hit us up on Instagram or you could hit us up on Facebook. You could write us at rabbit troop sucks podcast at gmail.com or you could go to mm -hmm. rabbit troop sucks.com. Uh, we'll mm -hmm. take suggestions. We have shirts. We have uh, stickers. I have some stickers that some, some of you will get at some point in time. Um, mm -hmm. uh, last year's shot glasses, maybe more shot glasses will be had, uh, shirts. You could just kind of get on your own. Uh, Mike, do you want to tell us, uh, we have a fan request, a listener request. Uh, and that is what we're doing, uh, next, next time around. Mike, do you want to give us a little insight on this? Yeah. Next week, uh, we'll be, we'll be watching a movie called wildcats which was a, uh, a suggestion from listener Hillary. So we're, we're excited to watch that. Um, it's, it's a movie that I have not seen, but looking into it, uh, there's a lot of fun key points, which were outlined in the recommendation email, which we'll talk about uh, next week. Um, but I mean, the director, uh, after looking into this, this director has directed a ton of movies that I love. Oh, so yeah. I don't know how I missed this. Um, yeah, it's the director he, of the uh, two, two huge ones for me, uh, Fletch and The Golden Child. Mm -hmm. Love yeah, the golden I, films. I, I I do as well. I especially love the Golden Child. Yeah, I I if, if we haven't talked about this, I honestly, even for like a background film, I put on the Golden Child at least a handful of times in any given year. Um, oh yeah, I watch the movie a lot. I mean, it's the best way to see a really fun movie where the main actor 
clearly is not interested in being in that movie. That is absolutely But it's correct. still good. Yeah. <laughs> he likes to party yeah, Eddie, all the time. Eddie Murphy does not want to be in that movie <laughs> and does not care, and it's awesome. Maybe he was partying differently so he could party all the time? <clears throat> That's quite possible. <laughs> yeah, um, but I yeah. look forward to it. And we're going to have guests, too. Uh, there'll be four Yeah, we'll have us. a couple guests. Mike will still be coming uh, remote, but we'll definitely have uh, our friends Lamar and Nemo back to uh, assess Wildcats and give us their mm-hmm. opinions on it. Yeah, so excited! Definitely excited to get that one. Going. Is, there, is there any other movies you could think of in the uh, the future, or is this off air talk? Um, there's one I, that. So we have a lot of recommendations that I do want to get through because yeah. I'm pretty excited about a lot of them. But I I think we need to break them up a little bit. So there is a movie that you and I have talked about doing, that uh, I think we should do after Wildcats. All right. So I think I, I think I have some ideas about this. Um, yeah. But yeah, those of you listening, I mean, thank you so much, uh, as always, for listening to any of this. Uh, and if you do have suggestions or you do want us to look into a movie, uh, let us know. Um, we are compiling a list. I mean, we have our own. Mike searches some out and I search some out. Uh, clearly, we have friends and listeners who are writing us. Uh, we appreciate people who have been wanting to be on the show or give mm-hmm. suggestions. Like, that's super awesome. Um, that's, like, I really think that's cool. And again, you know, although we go through a lot of obscure and weird films, um, we have found some serious gems, like things I would never have known about. So um, uh, really cool, like like some movies that will be coming up uh, clearly throughout this year. we got to hit up some yeah. major things. Yeah, So so keep them coming for sure. They will keep them coming, damn it. Um, oh, yeah. You got to sign us out, Mike. I, I have I have nothing else to say other than, uh, sorry, I couldn't be there in person. Uh, hopefully, I'll be on the men soon. Um, this, uh, this sucks. Feeling sick sucks. <laughs> well, feel better, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to. Yeah, I didn't, no, I didn't mean to, to do that on a downer. I'm doing alcohol right now to wash away the sickness. So You've got to do alcohol. It's, it's, so hopefully, it's, that's helping. It's doctor yeah. prescribed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to take three it, alcohol before bed. <laughs> it's medicinal. Yeah, I knew it. All right. Well, as always, rabbit yeah. trip sucks. <laughs> rabbit trip sucks. <laughs> <laughs>